we've been doing this series as equippers, Creativity Unlocked. And it's been an amazing series. I've been tuning in from California and I've been watching the amazing messages and they have been incredible. And I pray that over the series, actually a new creativity has been unlocked within you. And I know uh, Pastor Scott mentioned it and Pastor Steve mentioned it as well, that right at the beginning, right in Genesis, where God introduces himself, he introduces himself as a creator. And, um, and I know many others have mentioned it as well. Sometimes when we think about creativity, we can, uh, there can be a group of us that can think, oh, well, I'm not like an artist or a musician. I'm not necessarily creative. But we've got to remember that when God created the heavens and the earth, earth, he simply spoke. He used his breath. There was the Spirit of God that was hovering over the waters, and he used his breath. So if you've got breath in you, if the Spirit of God is in you, then there's creativity in you. And I want to encourage you today, you know, that uh, that word spirit in Hebrew in Genesis chapter 1 verse 2, it means ruach. It is the breath of God. The breath of God was hovering over the waters. And what happens? What happens when the breath of God hovers over formlessness, hovers over chaos, hovers over darkness or, or, or an emptiness? Actually, when God speaks and the Spirit of God is hovering there, creation happens. And so today, um, I, I want to encourage us, come on, let's wake up. Actually, the Spirit of God is what can unlock another level of creativity within you. So why don't you even now allow the Spirit of God to speak into your heart, into your life today? Are there areas in your life where perhaps over lockdown it's become formless? Perhaps areas of dreams and hopes have become void or empty well, this is the perfect time now for the Spirit of God to come and speak and say, come on, let there be. Let there be light in those areas that have perhaps become dark. Let there be healing. Let there be hope. Let there be joy. Let there be a book. Let there be a new song. Let there be a new business plan. Let there be a new hope. And I wanna, I wanna pray that over you and speak that over you today. Come on, wherever there may have been a formlessness right now in Jesus name let there be light that the spirit of God would come and burst through right now and have a new creativity a new hope rise within you today in Jesus name can you say amen can you type amen can you shout amen i'm just i'm excited today that the spirit of god really is going to wake up within you just as he did in genesis to wake up and speak some new creation into your heart and into your life and it's imperative it's imperative especially in these times that we are allowing the spirit of god to wake up within us and create or recreate to transform the way we see things, to transform the way we look at things, the way we approach situations, the way we approach challenges, the way we approach or even think about the victories in our lives. And it's important, the reason why those things need to be transformed and need to be shifted and recreated is because sometimes we can find ourselves just living within the limits, living within 
limited thinking, limited philosophies, even limited people, but there's something creative inside of us that is the Spirit of God that is wanting to burst out of that limited space and say, come on, let there be. So why don't you allow that right now? Why don't you allow, why don't you just take a deep breath wherever you're sitting in your room or if you're in a gathering of people, why don't you just take a deep breath and allow the Spirit of God as you inhale to come and speak into any of those areas that need that shift, that need that creative lift. Even spaces where people, I just even believe prophetically, where people have isolated and become independent have 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 just you've just been doing things on your own but there's a real um divine blessing that comes with collaborating with the spirit of god and i just believe the spirit of god wants to collaborate with you wants to cooperate with you almost like in a dance he wants to choreograph a dance with you in your life in that situation why don't you allow that collaboration to happen right now so father where people perhaps have pulled back in isolation, have pulled back in independence. I pray right now there would be a humbling and there would be a reaching out toward you and there would be a partnering again with your spirit and a strength would come back to people's hearts. A strength would come back to people's lives. A joy would begin to rise within them in situations where perhaps they've lost hope or lost joy. And so I thank you, God, that right now joy and faith and hope and excitement and energy is is beginning to rise and is gonna burst forth in those areas in Jesus' name. Well, uh, today I just want to share with you three things um, that for me and my life have helped me to unlock creativity. I've had the blessing of being able to work with creative people. And uh, when um, our family and I were living in Auckland, I had the incredible privilege of working with a lot of creative people and with the Equippers worship team. And um, there are, yeah, there are just three keys I'd love to share with you that go beyond uh, music or the creative arts, but is more about that spirit-led creativity in any situation. And so if you're taking notes, the first one is this, if we're going to unlock creativity in our lives, one of the things we have to learn to do is we have to learn to challenge our perceptions. And that's really important. Uh, we, We have to learn to challenge or even understand that our way, your way of seeing things isn't the only way to see things. And we can often walk through life and sometimes we can get in a lot of trouble because we think my way of seeing things is the only way of seeing things. And uh, when that happens, we can often get stuck in a rut in situations, whether it be uh, um, um, in in your marriage or in school or in um, leading, if you're leading a team or in career development or if you've just purchased land, if you don't get other other people's perspectives, or if if you don't allow that to happen, you can get in trouble really quickly because you are only limited by your own thinking. And so what can happen is we can then walk around if we only have our view, only have our perception, um, it it can get really um, 
really limiting. We can walk around quite um, mopey and gloomy because if I can't find a way, then there's no way, which is not the truth. Um, but, but we can get stuck there and, th- and, and, and we're stuck and we can even curse ourselves by our own attitude and we can stop creativity from happening with so much negativity. But what can happen to break us out of that negativity or break us out of that limitation is to come on, challenge your perception. And I don't know about you, but one of the best way, ways to do that is to get heaven's perspective on things. So um, Ezekiel 37, um, it's a popular and very uh, familiar scripture for most of us. And that's the scripture of uh, the valley of, uh, of dry bones. And in verse 11, God says that the dry bones represent Israel. They represent the people of God. And it's, it's, it says this, that the people of God were saying, or the dry bones were saying this, We have become old, dry bones. All hope is gone. Now, just listen to that statement for a second. We have become old, dry bones. All hope is gone. We have become old, dry bones. Fact. All hope is gone. Mm-mm, that's someone's perception, that's someone's perspective. And you see the danger that can happen when we're in a challenging situation where we need creativity, we can take fact. And if we don't have heaven's perspective on things, we can take that statement of fact, that statement of reality, the statement of this is the way things actually are, and it can turn into a lie that will imprison us in limitation. We have become old dry bones, All hope is gone. Not true. Not true. As we know in Ezekiel 37, that the Spirit of God says these bones, they can live. And what happens? The breath of God speaks. And and, and these bones that have been scattered and dried and there seems to be no hope, all of a sudden they begin to rattle and they begin to come together and they begin to have skin and flesh and sinew and it stands up and then the breath of God enters them and they become a vast army. What do you mean all hope is gone? Not when you challenge your perception and you get heaven's perspective, creativity can be unlocked in the most incredible way. And so the scripture in Ezekiel 37, it's a nod to Genesis in chapter one. It's the same thing going on where there's chaos, formlessness, death, where there seems to be no hope, but the Spirit of God can speak and creation can occur. So come on with our words in the same way that we humanity are made in the image of our creator in the same way our words. Let us not in this season just speak words. Let us speak words in the image of the creator, the words of God that prophesy life filled with the spirit of God that will see things that seem to be hopeless, but instead will cause a vast amount of creativity to occur in Jesus' name. So come on, 
uh, wherever you're at in your walk with Jesus, whether it's a challenging time now or whether you're walking in a season of blessing, there are still spaces and areas where we can challenge our perception and where we can get heaven's perspective on things. So number one is that challenge your perception. And that for me has been so helpful in my walk with God that it's not actually my way is not the only way. And actually, sometimes I need to have the encouragement or the perspective of other people around me to give me another angle on the situation, but more importantly, to prioritize heaven's perspective on the situation. Uh, Number two is this, um, that we challenge our perceptions, but we also have to activate our faith. Um, you know, just like that that meme that's been going around from Family Feud, Holy Spirit, activate. I just love that. If you don't know it, look it up. It's fantastic. Uh, and, and so to unlock creativity, as followers of Christ, we've really got to activate our faith because faith is a worker. Faith is hammers and nails and computers and laptops, it's equipment, it's, it's getting to work. Faith is the woman with the issue of blood pushing through a crowd. Faith is the man with the withered hand stretching out. Faith is a little boy with five loaves and two fish. Faith is going out to where it's deeper and letting the net down. Again, you'll never see faith lazing around and, 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 and lounging about doing nothing. Faith is working. Hebrews 11 says that faith is the substance. Come on, say substance. Faith is the substance of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things that are not yet seen. And so when, uh, you know, when I think about that um, biblical explanation of faith, I think that's how we unlock creativity because creativity is about creating something that wasn't in existence before, finding solutions for a problem that we never knew we had. Uh, creativity is exactly that. It's, it's, it's working in a way to bring evidence to something that you hope for in your future, to bring substance and so I want to encourage you, uh, Pastor John Sparrow here, um, he, he, he puts it like this. There's the prophetic word of God, then there's the prophetic work. And in order for us to see the prophetic word come to pass, we've got to engage in prophetic work. And I love that because that just oozes faith. And so wherever you're at, if you're wanting to unlock that creativity and see something come to pass, something come into existence that doesn't currently exist, come on, we've got to do the work. Just like Genesis, we've got to tend the garden. That's what, that's what God has put in front of us. We've got to do the work of faith to see that creativity unlocked. And so what is the work? that is in front of you to do. Uh, Perhaps you need to put your hand to the plow and do the work of forgiveness so your past doesn't paralyze you and limit your faith. Perhaps you need to do the work of surrender and opening yourself up to Christ and healthy community so that you can heal uh, from the traumas that have taken place. 
Perhaps you need to do the work of starting that business or creating that business plan so you can serve the community around you and improve the lives of many people. Perhaps you need to do the work of seeing that financial consultant so that you can begin to invest in the legacy for your family and the future of your family. Maybe you need to do the work of gathering information about that internet startup or or you need to do the work of developing yourself so you can be a better team leader at work. But whatever it is, come on, Holy Spirit, activate. Let's go. Let's do the prophetic work. And as we do that, come on, you will, you will see God unlock and open doors that you never thought possible. So number one is challenging our perceptions. Number two is activating our faith. And number three is this, it is improving imagination. What is one of the most important tools we have to create? It's our imagination uh, to imagine and conceive of things that don't exist. Do you remember when you were a kid? I remember that when myself and my two older brothers were children, um, we we would play pretend like a lot of kids do. And when we would play pretend, um, we would pretend to be uh, superheroes for the most part. My brothers loved watching. Uh, they were fans of X-Men and we would all watch X-Men or if you're old enough, you'll remember Captain Planet and the Planeteers. <laughs> um, and we would pretend all the time that we were these world-saving superheroes and we would put capes on our back and, t- you know, sheets, bed sheets and tie them around our neck as if they were capes. And we would jump from couch to couch and we would pretend to be different superheroes. I loved to be Storm from X-Men or Wind or Water from the Planeteers. And we would pretend to save the world from some heinous evil that was threatening to overtake And I've been thinking about that a lot lately when it comes to unlocking creativity is the imagination of a child, that when we are children, we genuinely believe we can save the world. When we imagine, we don't imagine a debt-free life. We don't imagine maybe even a comfortable life, whatever that is. But often we imagine, think, being a superhero, saving the world. I don't remember as a child imagining and dreaming and hoping that one day I would grow up to be super, super average. I just don't remember that. (laughs) I always remember being a child thinking one day I'm going to change the world. One day I'm going to do something significant. One day when I grow up, I'm going to become an astronaut. And I would have these far out dreams. And then, and then someday we kind of grow up and we let go of that childlike imagination. And today I just wonder if Holy Spirit would want to restore that childlike imagination in you. Um, Exodus 14 and verse 12, we know the story. It's familiar to us when the Israelites have been freed from Egypt and they are standing 
um, right there on the precipice of freedom. And they have the Red Sea in front of them and they have Pharaoh's army behind them and they are in distress. And they have no imagination at this point. They've got no hope. And in verse 12, they say they're complaining to Moses and they are saying to Moses, why have you brought us here? It is better to be a slave in Egypt than a corpse in the wilderness. You can see there's no hope for a better future. There's no imagination that something else could happen in this situation. Their only options were slave in Egypt or corpse in the wilderness. And and, and in the very next section of verses, the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. But how? Our only options are drown in the Red Sea or get caught by Pharaoh's army and become slaves again. Verse 16, God says, but lift up your rod, stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I want to say this, when, we're, when we are following Jesus, when we're walking with Jesus, there's always another option. There's always a third option. And sometimes, uh, like I said at the beginning, we can be stuck within these limited ways of thinking. It's only drowning in front of me or slavery behind me. No, no, there's a third option. And that third option is that God can split the sea or He can teach you how to walk on water or or He can cause a miracle to happen. But I, I just pray today that we would be the kind of followers of Christ that know there's always a way, there's another option and our imagination can begin to dream again. So I've got a practical uh, takeaway for you. How? How do you how do you improve your imagination? Well, I've got less a practical takeaway, more of a life hack. This is a genuine life hack. And if you're someone who feels like you don't have a great imagination or you can't dream or you feel like that imagination muscle in your, in, 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 in your life, you, you don't know how to do that. Um, One of the best ways that you can exercise um, and improve your imagination is to simply read a book. (laughs) And I know some of you may have just like rolled your eyes or gone like, oh no, I hate reading. Well, maybe try an audio book. The same principle will be in action. The whole thing about reading a book or even listening to an audio book is that um, it causes your imagination to come alive. So when someone is reading a story to you, when someone um, or you are reading or when you're listening to an audio book, you begin in your mind as you're listening to create the context in your imagination. You begin to think about what those characters looked like, what the weather was. If it was winter, you can imagine snow or rain or cold. You can imagine what they're wearing. They're rugged up or if it's summer that they're wearing jandals and shorts and a t-shirt and your imagination muscle begins to work. And so I want to encourage you in these times, whatever life looks like for you at the moment, uh, maybe before turning on another episode on Netflix, Um, just 
try maybe to just spend just 20 minutes reading from a, a fictional novel. Or for me, I love reading through uh, Bible stories. I love that. And uh, the epic Bible stories we find in the Old Testament or the miracles Jesus does in the Gospels. I love re- and, and my imagination. I put myself in that situation and the imagination muscle begins to work. Uh, when we watch a movie or when we watch uh, something on television, all the imagining is done for you. So you don't need to exercise that muscle at all. You just you, Your imagination muscle begins to atrophy almost. So I'm not saying I'm not saying TV is bad or anything like that or movies are bad. I'm just saying if you want to improve your imagination and be the kind of faith activated, perception changing, creativity unlocking follower of Christ, we've got to have an imagination that can dream up with God in collaboration with the Holy Spirit that can dream up that solution that no one has thought about. What if there's always a way? It's one of the things that I love the most about my husband, Benji, is that's his ethos in life. There's always a way. There's always a way we can do this. There's a way we can get through this. There's a way we can make this happen. And I think the followers of God, that should be a mark of our lives. There should be a joyful, imaginative, creative anticipation about any challenge or any blessing that we come across. There's a way, there's a way for us to walk through this. And so today I would like to close with that in creativity being unlocked in you, um, wherever you are, that we're challenging our perceptions, that we're activating our faith. Come on, faith works. Get to work, put, put your hand to the plow, but also that we improve our imagination, that we're not the doom and gloom kind of people, but we're the people that are acutely aware of reality, but we know with God there is always a way. So let God speak to places where you feel stuck. There is always a way. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for every person who is streaming in, who is tuning in right now. And I thank you, God, that when we're walking with you, there's always a way forward. There's always a way to healing. There's always a way to the bright future that you have for us. There's always a way to restoration. There's always a way to that new business plan. There's a way. And I pray, God, where where people have come up against obstacles, where they feel like they've been stopped in their tracks, I thank you, God, that if you don't split the seas for them to walk through, you'll teach them how to walk on water. Father, you'll take their hand and you'll show them heaven's way heaven's perspective forward. Lord, that we would be the kind of people with joyful anticipation to walk into every season knowing with God there's always a way. So Father, I pray a blessing on every person tuning in, a blessing on their household, a blessing on their finances, on their family, on their children. Lord God, I pray in this season that we would be those who would stand up with the Spirit of of God empowering us in our every day to unlock the wonderful creativity you have in us, through us, for the benefit of those around us. In Jesus' name, amen.